Michelle Live Podcast. My, 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 my Michelle Live. Hey, it is the My Michelle Live Podcast. I know uh, I got a lot of emails because we were in hiatus for Christmas. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, absolutely great Christmas. Looking forward to New Year's celebrations and looking forward to uh, wrapping up the year and the week's news with the one and only Adam Rosieri. He is my co-host, my co-host. I guess if you mesh those two, it's it's like a name mesh right there. And uh, we call it the Riz Report. Let's review the week. The Riz Report with Adam Rosieri. Boom, we are co-hosting the show. Co-hosting. We are rocking it on this happiest of New Year's Eves, Michelle. Absolutely. Come on. This is great. New Year's Eve uh, and New Year's 2022, (laughs) a new chance. I mean, a new chance. Let's redo 2020. 2020. Right? Yeah. Yeah, We're like roaring 20s, (laughs) roaring 20s. Yay. And then we were like, okay, 2021, let's have a redo. And well, it's. I mean, Michelle, thank God it's the last day of 2021. Just say that for all the great things that have happened. It's not all been bad. Come on. We've said that in 2020. We're like, oh, thank God 2020 is over. It's done. Hallelujah. Now we're like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. You know, I know tonight's going to be a really fun night for a lot of people across the world. And I think, well, I have a friend from from grade school who's an Australian. And so I saw through the socials that uh, Australia is already celebrating the new year. So, you know, hopefully they get a little more freedom in the year ahead. We'll see. Um, but, you know, as, as we all raise our glasses tonight to have a good cheer, um, take, take uh, comfort in the fact that for all your new year's resolutions ahead, a glass of champagne is just 80 calories. Whereas like your typical glass of vino, the red or the white, that's like 200 calories. Uh, and so I found this funny quote from Winston Churchill that I want to share. And I guess it's really more of a wise warning. And he said, a single glass of champagne imparts a feeling of exhilaration. A bottle produces the opposite. Keep that in mind tonight, people. Keep that in mind tonight. (laughs) Um, I was talking earlier this week with Rabbi Yitzhak Adlerstein about New Year. The new year, a new chance. And and what it really means. So you may want to go back to our Thursday broadcast and and revisit that and dig it deep. But we talked about some of the crazy traditions, like the Mexican tradition of uh, twelve grapes, and uh, and you got to you got to get those twelve grapes in one for each year. The first <laughs> one to choke them down, in some cases, uh, is going to have the best luck. I'm like, your luck was already that you didn't choke on your freaking twelve grapes. <laughs> Um, my family's from the South. You're deep down there in Texas. Do y'all do uh, black eyed peas? So the black eyed pea thing, we, we, we really sort of fought that one all throughout childhood because <laughs> it, it was always like just a nasty black eyed pea. It was mushy. You know, they typically came out of the can and ugh, no me gusta, nada. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the black eyed pea thing, yeah, that was a thing. But, um, you know, kind of like as we as we got a little bit older and and. I'm not going to say older and wiser, just, uh, you know, in your twenties, you're basically just older and dumber. 
then comes out like the okay let's get a sword and try to chop the top off this champagne bottle and see what happens um, <laughs> <laughs> and it actually does work uh, i don't recommend it definitely not without personal protective gear and, and definitely eye protection and but, please uh, <laughs> not before you've already consumed some champagne oh my because, gosh definitely. You know, how many how many uh 911 calls have we recorded that started off with, well, they had been drinking. We'll just say make that your first drink, your first bottle. <laughs> Open the other ones normally and wisely with a bartender and responsibly, of course. There um, you go. You got to be careful to show with these kind of things too, right? Because there was once upon a time where a president said something and then all of a sudden people were like, did he just tell me to inject bleach into my system like they're gonna be like oh my gosh did adam and michelle just tell me to eat glass oh my gosh <laughs> no, right i know because no. we we are not quite smart enough to think for ourselves or to read between the lines so <laughs> there you go what do you do what do you do right uh, more news though that's coming out of new year's there is something kind of exciting that you can watch beyond just the fireworks Absolutely. Just look up, right? Just look up. So I think back to that movie Armageddon where the massive asteroid is is just racing down toward the, towards the Earth to just destroy life as we know it. Uh, nothing like that dramatic. But we are going to have three really large asteroids passing the Earth in January. Uh, one in uh, actually January 2nd is right after, after New Year's Day. Uh, it's about a 38-foot lo long asteroid passing right by the Earth. One on January 8th as well. That's a little bigger, but 70 feet long but then on january 18th a big one uh an asteroid that's literally two times the size of the empire state building it's going to be cruising past us at about forty-three thousand miles per hour now don't worry it's not going to you know it's not going to give you a haircut it's not going to hit any birds in the sky uh this thing is about 1.2 million miles close to earth you know it's all relative right 1.2 million miles is still pretty freaking close when you're talking about god's universe right Indeed. so yeah, if you've got like a little six inch microscope, nothing too powerful, just a little, little, little baby telescope um, at about 450 Eastern on January 18th, uh, look up and uh, you might see something really, really cool and, and definitely something that won't be here for another 215 years. 215 uh, years. Are you kidding me? Deal. That is actually pretty cool. You know, Michelle, aren't you, aren't you a little bit like partially concerned but but really reassured to know that we have people that are always kind of looking at what's beyond the earth to make sure that we're aware of things coming at us that might you know get rid of life as we know it i mean well you know i was this one since 1974. i uh, i was happy that that was the case i was once kind of excited that you know there were people smart people who focused in on what's going on in the sky i was pretty excited about that until i realized that woke politics and identity politics and uh critical race theory has made its way even into the sciences did you Wait know this so are you trying to tell to me color... that asteroids are inherently racist michelle is that what you're getting at well yeah <laughs> those racist asteroids Okay, wait, you got to explain this one to me. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, diversity and equity and sustainability are on ASTRO, okay? ASTRO is the National Academics of Science, Engineering, and Medicine, an outline, okay? And they outline astronomy's top priorities for the next 10 years. Last year, uh, some astronomers decided to decolonize astronomy, Harvard, uh, ha Haverford College's um, 
college had a discussion of Isaac Newton and the colonization of India that delegitimizes all Western achievements, including what? all of our sciences. So we're not allowed to science anymore. So wait, are um, they trying to say the earth is flat or like, what are they, what are they getting at? It is now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you know, since people don't know a lot anymore, well, there you go. Um, Smith colleges college has linked the commercialization of space to threats facing indigenous communities. So that's, that's important. <sighs> Cornell is offering a course on black holes, race and the cosmos. And of course, you know that uh, it is racist to math anyway. So what's the future of this science This seems going crazy to, be? to me because all I've heard about as far as the commercialization of space goes, really the conversations there, I guess the fears that I have are not about racism, but it's more about globalism. And but 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 as far as like what the efforts there are, it's like trying to democratize the Internet and offer Internet access to those frankly, those indigenous communities that they're talking about are being negatively impacted by light pollution. <laughs> like that, that satellite in the sky that's giving me free Wi-Fi is also polluting my, my night sky. And, but, it, but it's only polluting my indigenous community and not all the other people of every other race around me. Um, just my, just my block. Look, like, I, what are they talking about? I think some of the intent of inclusion and making sure that more people have access to science is imperative. And the more diversity that we have in any realm of life brings better ideas, it brings challenges. But when we are just simply looking at the exterior of a person, and we're not we're no longer looking at their merit or ability. If we are dumbing things down because we're a bunch of freaking Karens that think that people of color can't math, um, that's insult. just insulting and racist in itself. Um, there are some areas uh, when you're on the football field, when you're playing soccer, when you're on the ice playing hockey, we don't care what color you are underneath your uniform. We want the best players. Right. Um, how long is it going to be before we're saying, hey, there are not enough X on uh, playing this kind of sport. We've got to take out some of these these white guys and put them in. And and our, and would we actually see that in the NBA where we say, hey, well, we, there's not enough white people represented represented no like, we probably wouldn't and why would we do that in science give more access help right. uh undermined communities or underprivileged communities have more access adam great but still really to to get identity politics and critical oh, race stupid. theory mixed up with the sciences and with math, we are doomed. Well, it's going to make us a bunch of underperformers. You know, when you, when you said that the basketball thing, I was like, man, how have they not canceled that one movie? White men can't jump just because of the title alone, which by the way, is a good movie. Um, you know, it's just like, it, it's, it's so ridiculous to wipe out the idea and concept of a meritocracy. I mean, I think about who I trust with my personal health and I, let's, I, I know like I have, well, I've never cared about the race of the of the practitioner. I've cared about their competency and their ability to do a good job. Uh, my dentist happens to be a black guy. I, I didn't hire him because he's black. I didn't, I didn't not hire him because he's because he's not white. Um, 
he's the best person for the job. He makes me feel comfortable and, and, and I've gone to him for years now. Um, similarly, my, my personal health doctor is an, is an Asian man from Houston. Like I didn't hire him cause he's an Asian dude. I hired him cause he makes me feel comfortable and, and, and makes me feel like he has my best interest at heart. So, you know, now to think about other companies like United Airlines, where they're saying, you know what, we're going to start hiring pilots based on race and not based on their ability. Well, shoot, man, that's like a public health emergency right there, or a public safety emergency right there. If you have unqualified pilots in the sky, we shouldn't give a crap about their their race or their or their gender, um, or, or anything to the, for that matter. We should care only about is the best person qualified for the job taking care of my health or taking care of my my safe transport from one from A to B. Well, wait a um, minute, it's worked just fine in getting people into colleges. What are you whining about? <laughs> It's like, has it though? You know, it's like, then you have, you have people that are gaming, gaming the system, right? Like, like Senator Karen, right? Senator Elizabeth Warren, who lied on her application to Harvard about her, uh, her background as a native American. She's not a native, native American. She's a white lady, uh, from Oklahoma who happens to live in Massachusetts and who also happens to be pretty wrong on most, uh, most issues. Um, people will but start to game the system. do we care if that's how she identifies? Just saying. <laughs> well, then it's like, okay, then there's like that concept of, or just the 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 question of fact or fiction is that true or false can we prove that to be true or can we prove it to be false you know how you identify is i think you you can't identify in such a way that is easy to factually prove as not true right like i can't identify as a an asian female because i'm not i'm a i'm a white dude with irish italian background and like you can literally like look at my DNA and look at my 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 uh, DNA results on 23andMe, and it'll tell you that if I tell you that I identify as an Asian female, I'm full of crap. And yet, um, biology science tells us yes, that's true. You cannot identify that way, Adam. Very very sorry, Michelle. Um, is at this least is this you can't you can't scientifically prove that. You, well, you can, can you imagine? scientifically, you can uh, identify with whatever you want. You know, it, 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 Rachel Dozel back uh, in the right. day identified as a black woman and she right. uh, was a leader here in Washington state and she was ousted because how could you do that? You're a white person with privilege and you're yeah, identifying as with African American community as it is such or called such. That's if you are in, if you've been raised by somebody who's of a different race, you can identify with that race. You can identify with that family. There's there nothing go. wrong with that. If you're a male and you just are not, uh, you, you're not, you know, sitting in the armchair, scratching yourself, drinking beer and watching the game on Sunday. And you identify with maybe watching, um, Christmas movies from Hallmark or something. And, and then you think, well, well, I'm not, I'm not the typical male. We're doing this a lot. And this was a big story this year as well, Adam, as we wrap up the year that women in particular are being marginalized. Um, oh yeah. The, the, one of the latest Jeopardy winners is a trans woman and now saying the, the biggest winning woman. No, you're not a woman. No. You are appropriating femininity 
If there you can't is. appropriate culture, you can't appropriate femininity. Can you appreciate culture? Yeah. Does that mean I can wear a sombrero on Cinco de Mayo and celebrate uh, Mexican culture and Mexican food? Can I wear green and hope to not get pinched, even though I'm Irish, <laughs> on uh, St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, because imitation may be the sincerest form of flattery because maybe that I identify with that as a woman. If I'm not uh, feeling overtly sexual and want a sexual attention, and maybe I don't want to wear makeup every day. And for God's sake, I love sports. Well, then now as a child, you're targeted by the LGBTQ community. Look, you're you're probably L, you're, you're probably bi or you're gay or you're non-binary or you're some other letter of the alphabet. That's a huge issue because what it's saying is no, you're not good enough. Don't be you. You have to be you have to be categorized as something else. Creepy as heck and that's a big issue. Well, I find America. myself I really find myself now, Michelle, as you say, as you kind of expand in this conversation, I'm, I'm saying, man, Adam, you really did grow up with a father as an attorney. And yeah, you definitely have a younger sister as an attorney as well, because I'm finding myself looking at the word identify as versus identify with, right? Like if you Ooh. identify as, then you're a phony because you don't really, you're not really that, right? But Come if you identify on. with, then you, you relate to. Yeah. Like if you identify with, you relate to, you empathize with, you can kind of to your best ability, put your shoes in that other person's shoes, but those are not your shoes, right? Like you, you will never be that a trans woman will never give birth to a human child. Like it's just not a thing. So it's wrong to say, oh, well, it's the exact same thing. Cause that's just a lie. And what it's doing is it's uh, in our society right now is over sexualizing our children. It is exposing to them to things that they, do not need to be exposed to in ages as young as kindergarten. Oh. And it leads the way for powerful creepers uh, to target kids. And that is another big story from this year that has had at least a little closure or a little conclusion in this last <laughs> week. So creepy. You're right. This really does open up the door for a lot of victimization to take place. And we just saw this week, big news, Gielan Maxwell. <clears throat> and it's funny, I've heard the first name be pronounced like 17 different times by 20 different people. My, my wife says it differently each time. Ghislaine, Gielan, Gislaine, Gylan. It makes me think of should have stayed in their own lane, but no uh... kidding. But yeah, guilty on five or six charges. Uh, it makes me think back to the Beverly Hills Cop movie with uh, Eddie Murphy, where he's trying to, where the, where the, the Sarah's character is trying to pronounce Axel Foley. Axel, Axel uh, Foley is here to see you. Uh, but yeah, finally, man, we finally got a little bit of justice here in this case. But man, this is just like scratching the, the tip of it. You know, there's so much more to this. Uh, Gillen Maxwell guilty on five of six charges. But we know that there were tens of thousands of hours worth of video footage pulled from Epstein's house in New York. We know that there were thousands of, of, of photographs pulled from uh, his properties. And we also know that there are communications between him and some of the world's most elite, wealthy, powerful people. And we know that they've all kind of been to these same places of, I guess you could say crime scenes, like the, the same places where these, these young girls were, were preyed on and victimized. And so now that we have Gielan Maxwell 
you know, obviously she'll go down for life or she should go down for the rest of her life for what's taking place here. We're sitting here watching the, the, the department of justice from the Southern district of New York, like literally patting itself on the back saying, Oh, well, we promise that we're going to always stand with victims. No matter, we're going to always follow the facts. You know, we're going to ensure that nobody, no matter how powerful they are is above the law. But, but we're sitting here asking ourselves, well, okay, well, if nobody's above the law, no matter how powerful or well-connected, then why was Gillen Maxwell charged a year after Epstein's mysterious death in prison or in jail at Rikers? Uh, why wasn't she charged back in 2007 when Epstein was given a heart, a sweetheart deal that also protected so many other co-conspirators that are probably very powerful, connected people? I mean, um, guilty verdicts are going back to 1994, you know, right. so yeah, the the wheels of justice are not moving very swiftly. Well, and we're seeing here, too, as some of these documents are being released to the public, you know, unsealed internal memos from the DOJ that date back to 2007, that date back to 2016. I mean, it's going to be 2022 tomorrow, but we're looking at this one uh, memo from the DOJ from 2016 that shows a a prosecutor kind of asking questions about Gillen Maxwell's role as the, quote, recruiter of girls uh, for Epstein and for his friends. I'm going to and then we're also seeing on the screen for you. Oh, if you perfect. are listening, um, you can go to my Michelle live and you can watch, listen, and even read the transcript. So take a look at this. Fantastic. But we're literally seeing, I mean, we're, we're seeing the evidence, right? You can't really deny that. Uh, there's another internal DOJ prosecutor email that's identifying Gillen Maxwell as the recruiter. And we know that, um, you know, we know that these people, Gillen Maxwell coming from a very affluent family in England, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, these people literally were, were buddy, buddy with the Clinton family. I mean, Gillen is photographed at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. Um, they've associated obviously with, we've seen Bill Gates and Prince Andrew. Um, there's, I've seen certain media outlets trying to create a connection there between Epstein and Trump, but that seems to be a very sort of shallow one. And that's not really Trump style as far as I can tell. Um, so, you know, given the fact that we know that there are videos, images, you know, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, the FBI, like, what else are they hiding? I mean, is is all of that stuff, all the people they're protecting, is all that information side by side with Hunter's laptop, uh, with Anthony Weiner's laptop, with Hillary's hidden server? Um, I, I'm wondering if maybe proof of aliens existence is among the collection of stuff that's being hidden from us, but... I definitely think that in the interest of the victims and the interest of justice and what's right, we need to know a lot more than we know today. There was no transparency well, in the way this do. case went, went forward. But what's happened, everyone should be waking up to. We have canceled information. We have effectively pushed things aside. There are things that we are not allowed to talk about. Um, if we demonize it by calling some things conspiracy theories, we demonize it by saying, well, it's not for the public best public Debunked. interest. Uh, we demonize it by uh, saying, well, you heard it on this news source. I don't care what side of the aisle or topic that you're on. If you're afraid to talk about something and you start demonizing something, you are the problem because sunlight is the best disinfectant if you don't agree with something debate it take take it on don't be afraid of the truth that's why we do what we do on my michelle live um and let's just talk about the fact that there is not a lot of media coverage on this whole thing there hasn't been 
it, it's shocking. You know, you think about you think about the ridiculous concocted story about uh, the Russian collusion thing that was dragged through our media for years. Yeah, um, I'm, other... and I'm glad. Let me just say, I'm glad it was in the media. You yeah, know, well, what it should could be. have happened if uh, people of the right leaning ideology were running all of the media outlets? They would have. They could have shut it down. We're not talking about this. Well, this this isn't great. But because it was talked to a degree, right? Uh, why aren't we talking about now the fact that Adam Schiff manufactured most of this garbage? You know, why aren't we asking questions about that? Like, why are we just letting the story go away when it doesn't fit their narrative, right? Like the Waukesha massacre, where is that in the media? Right. I mean, that was a terrible situation. Yes. Um, well, I guess and Michelle that's what happens. I, that's why I say the Russian collusion. Great, bring it in the media. Then it's there, and we talk about it. However, right. when you don't talk about the fact that they haven't found anything yet, <laughs> they, <laughs> that it's things have been disproven. Great, do that too. That's called balanced press. And if there's something there, then bring it out i there is but, nobody who is a shiny squeaky savior of the world but jesus christ himself well, so everyone <laughs> else is fallible and they should be found out that's how uh, we keep people tied to integrity because integrity in some I, places are hard to it's hard to find people don't necessarily manufacture it for themselves let's give another example let's look at aoc shall we <laughs> aoc look at this picture oh my gosh what, so what, she looks what like she's having a good time right picture? i we're gonna play it's we're gonna that pretend like, like we're back well, watching sesame street as kids uh, you know one of these things doesn't <laughs> belong here what is the thing i'll tell you what's not wrong what about the photo well what's definitely not wrong about the photo is that looks like a very dirty martini and those are fantastic <laughs> my wife likes them as cloudy as that one seems to be in the photo but i mean but michelle isn't she like super hawkish about wearing masks in public places where's her mask i don't see one <laughs> I don't, like it's not there i don't so i see her in a photo uh, it's basically it's a place called doroku uh, sushi and izakaya pardon my pronunciation doroku sushi and izakaya in miami beach but she's like having a good time there's no mask there's no um her, her the person aside the table from her not wearing a mask but also right not wearing a mask and not actively trying to serve food or drink to the mouth like i thought you were supposed to basically like lower the mask, take a sip. And then like right before you swallow the sip, that mask goes right back up, you know, or like you lower the mask to like to shovel in some food. And then as soon as the fork goes away from your mouth, boom, the mask's back up before you even start that first chew. I mean, I don't see any of that going on here. This kind of reminds me of- Well, there's not even a mask on her face. It's not even around her ear. So- I guess she's um, not wearing one. Hmm. Awkward. Well, Michelle, this is the same day that New York City had, it was their second straight day of uh, COVID case, of COVID breakthrough cases, right? Like the the second straight day reporting something like 74,207 new positive cases of the Rona. So, but like back when Texas was frozen in February, she was attacking Ted Cruz for going to Cancun to drop off his family. Like he came right back. Uh, but she's literally partying in Miami on the same day that people in New York City are 
dealing with the Rona in record numbers. Uh, it, it seems to me that she was saying that Ted Cruz should resign for basically dereliction of duty. Um, and yet here she is living it up. Like, do as I say, not as I do, right? Exactly. Uh, keep our audience entertained for a moment. I'm having technical difficulties, so you're going to see me uh, disappear yeah. from the screen for a moment. But let's I'll talk tell a little you. bit more about that. Well, I'll tell you. Otters was traveling in an airplane, so she was traveling literally across the country because she lives in California, right? DC is obviously quite a long walk from there. And she took a very nice nap on, on the flight. Um, she was interacting with, with crew on the flight and, and her staff. And there was, there was no mask there. Maxine Waters is a person who would tell you that you have to mask up irrespective of vaccination status. You have to mask up irrespective of whether or not even a, a CNN doctor calls them face ornaments in respect of Omicron. Um, and here she is, again, more of do as I say, not as I do. And it also makes me think back to Nancy Pelosi in the salon uh, back at the height of the COVID mandate shutdowns when, yes. I mean, stylists in particular, uh, salon owners, bartenders, servers, people in the service industry were struggling tremendously. And then there's Pelosi. She's got the salon to herself. And and it's just, it's just such garbage. Um, it's like Gavin Newsom going to that fancy French restaurant uh, in San Francisco after trying to basically shut down his entire, well, his entire state, really. Um, th these are these are leaders that are not willing to do what they want to impose on you. And that's not a leader. A leader should should lead you towards something positive and towards a better outcome, towards a better life. And here these people are just trying to impose these mandates to control the populations, to control the masses, uh, not to give a better life, not to create opportunity. And so that's why I think we've seen this this uh, the, the the aging of tweets, right? From AOC, not age that well, um, because we think back to her her Twitter battle with Ted Cruz, and well, I mean, she was attacking him left and right, trying to uh, trying to make him feel bad. I guess no, she was just trying to make him look stupid. Why don't the we thing feel is, bad is about people... the fact that we have uh, put billions? towards COVID, but only a fraction of that went to any COVID stuff. A lot of it went down to the border. It, it's so confusing anymore because it's a shell game that we're playing and we're not allowed any longer because we have turned to propaganda instead of reporting. We're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. And you know what, on the bright side though, for all of us who do choose to live in the light, uh, you can you can literally like Team DeSantis on Twitter, welcoming AOC to the to the free state of Florida. Uh, there was a tweet from Team DeSantis looking at AOC. Uh, these these tweets of her having a great time in Miami. And you know what? People deserve it to have a good time, right? Well, taking the high road. I think it was Michelle Obama, right, who was trying to say take the high road. Um, well, her entire party should probably take that advice because uh, definitely the GOP is. Uh, Team DeSantis saying, hey, AOC, we hope you're enjoying a taste of freedom here in the Sunshine State. Thanks to at Ron DeSantis's Florida's leadership. So, you know, these are the states where you where people come from New York and California. New Yorkers go to Florida. Californians come to Texas, um, not just for for vacation, but they're fleeing to these states to live a better life. One that's less expensive, one that offers more opportunity uh, housing opportunity, man, it's really expensive to live in, in, in super blue states. 
why is it that you have to be a millionaire to live in some of the nicer parts of those cities? You shouldn't have to be a millionaire. Um, why is it so hard just to survive? Well, shoot, when you think about, you know, famous actors that are multimillionaires telling, you know, just the, the average Joe, oh, you know what, if your car is broken into and someone steals all the gifts from your kid, you know what, man, just deal with it. That's part of living in a big city. Man, that's garbage. People should expect that they're going to live in safety and freedom and peace. Um, you shouldn't have to just deal with with theft and crime. No. Uh, so the no, fact that we're seeing, and no, you shouldn't have to have to be shielded from politicians who are hypocrites. Who on one end will say you've got to wear your mask. Well, if the right person is in office, if the other person says wear your mask, I'm not. It's it's unconstitutional. And this, when COVID cases, uh in the US are hitting a record number of new COVID cases. Um, let me just talk about how disturbing that is. After a, we're a year into them forcing the vaccine on us, and yet we have it's record not eradicated. COVID cases. Yeah. If you're vaccinated and you can get what you're vaccinated against, you're not vaccinated. You've been given a treatment. And that's where we're at right now. It's that's disturbing to me that we're not even allowed to talk about that. Twitter is banned. Uh, Robert, Dr. Robert Malone, you know, he's the mRNA vax expert. Yep. He, this is not total garbage. Adam. So you have some you have some freaking software nerd. And I say that as a software nerd. So. Uh, yes. Don't freak out, guys. Uh, literally, you have some some software engineers, some some marketers, some some analysts on their community standards team saying, "Well, this guy definitely doesn't know as much as we know." Like they're literally saying, "This guy who was actually among the first of all a fundamental basic thing that publish. you should be doing." Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Fauci just uh, bombed our our. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Freaking I was, I, I just was trying to pull up a, a TikTok that <laughs> someone meshed together some of the other uh, hypocrisy coming from the uh, COVID cult. Well, can, so can we watch can that for a second? Well, nope. real fast, Michelle. Of course, but real fast about Fauci. Like, there's we're never going to actually escape Fauci. By the way, when he retires, he's going to get paid three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in his retirement. Like, he'll be the highest paid. Basically, the highest-paid government employee in history, Fauci. There's no escape. It's crazy. Take a take a watch at this. Let's see. You can get this. Oh, let's get this nice and big for you, so you can see. Mask was on just a few seconds before, and now let's see. We'll just take it off here, just because. Well, it's uncomfortable, and I don't like it. Where are the Karens yelling at him there? Um, yeah, it's and then uh, off camera, no, no, no uh, mask, but on camera, absolutely. That's just that's the hypocrisy that that we're seeing. I saw that same photo of like Fauci next to Juan Williams off the stage at Fox and Fauci, no mask, Juan, no mask, like side by side, buddy, buddy. It's all good. But even when Joe Biden went to Kentucky after the tornadoes, um, he was literally not wearing a mask while he was speaking to the crowd. And then on, on video, he's, he's shown like doing one of those shoulder hugs, one of those half hugs to um, a, a local leader who also wasn't wearing a mask. Um, 
you know, it's just it's just ridiculous. They 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 don the face decoration when they think um, it, it makes it gives them some sort of like political ammo or or political nugget of value or something like that. But then, like as soon as people, as soon as they think you're not watching, they go full AOC on you um, and, and take it off, right? And and so that's why, like, we have to realize that elections really do matter. Um, right now, there's a Cuban American named Desi Quaylar uh, running for Congress to, to oust AOC. Um, so th- you have to know that in our system there are options, and you have to be mindful of what those options are, and you have to to be mindful enough to just get out there and vote, but also just look at who you're voting for, um, ask questions from those candidates and make sure that their values align more with yours than not. Um, and if they don't align with yours, then man, like maybe you make a run for it yourself um, and try to get some support behind you. Like that's our system. But no, right now we're dealing with non-experts that are trying to impose sanctions on our lives. We're looking at Twitter now banning one of the most credentialed experts on mRNA vaccines. Um, permanently banning him he had 500,000 followers on twitter uh dr malone in 1989 is the guy that first authored a paper on how rna could be delivered into cells further furthering his research he then co-authored a paper in 1990 uh talking about how injecting rna or dna into cells could lead to the formation of new proteins i mean this guy literally has been he's been watching mrna vaccines develop as a as a, a scientific concept from day one but but no Twitter's uh, community standards team probably knows more about mRNA vaccines than than Dr. Malone. It's it's just ridiculous. And and this is where you know we're we're looking at Twitter canceling canceling this doctor because totally. they know more. So just rest assured that uh, if it's said on the internet, it must be true. If it's there on on Twitter or Facebook or uh, some of the other greats out there. Shoot, it was um, January. It was a it was a sitting president of the United States that that was canceled from social media. Yeah, just and here in December, it's the ex- the last day, the last week of the year. You know, we're gonna cancel the the. It's, it's the cancel time. It's like a new celebration. <laughs> That's what you do. You open presents on Christmas. You. Um, you know, celebrate New Year's and you cancel people during the holidays. So uh, if you are watching or listening, you can go to mymichellelive.com for more information. You can also uh, you can also read the transcript, watch what Adam and I are doing. It's uh, all part of the fun there at my Michelle Live. Um, now, something else that I wanted to get to when we're talking about the canceling of information on the one issue that has affected the entire planet for the last couple of years. Um, have you gotten on an airplane since, I don't know, 2021, anytime in 2021? <laughs> I know I have. Did you know that it's not about safety for Corona. It's not about safety for uh, your health, and it's not about safety on airplanes. Apparently, the FAA has violated its own vaccine policy and its own rules. Uh, attorneys are bringing this up. The FAA is breaking its own Whoa. rule that states that pilots should not fly after having taken, listen carefully, medications that have been approved for less than a year. Get and out of town. yet, and yet, come on, 
speak, my friends, a letter is being delivered Listen. to the Federal Aviation Agency and the CEOs and chief legal officers of all of the major airlines as well as their insurance companies, putting these aviation entities on notice that they have ignored and acted in contravention of their own federal aviation regulations, namely Part 14, Title 14 of the Code of Federal Regulations, Section 6513, and its guidance, which essentially prohibit the medical clearance of all pilots who have taken non-FDA approved products. As Can you hear that okay, Adam? And más o menos. Okay, a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm still working on my, I got some great new equipment for Christmas. So, you know, things are going to be a little bit tighter in the new year. I'm looking forward That's to that. Awesome. But um, violating their own policy. Why is that important? Because uh, you can be the biggest proponent of vaccines and have your head in the sand and ignore that people with vaccines can get and spread the virus. If that's hard for you to understand, watch sports where 100% pretty much of the NHL vaccinated, 95% mm -hmm. of the NFL vaccinated, uh, the majority of major sports vaccinated, and yet cancellation cancellation because of covid because of covid covid protocols so it's ridiculous you can have your head in the sand if you want but if you look at the government's own reporting and bars people are having adverse reactions would you like your pilot to have an adverse reaction as he's flying you across the country no thank you very no much no way no freaking way it's it's funny though this is like what the government does though right like they they create rules and laws but then they don't follow them and then they demand to have more rules and laws whereas the truth is is that if you follow the laws that are on that are that are written on the paper there then um you don't have to impose new ones most often you can just kind of live by the ones that are already there or you can um, get weird like canada take a listen to this unvaccinated travelers in canada over the age of 12 won't be able to board a plane or passenger train the discovery of the new variant omicron has prompted border closures and heavier screening in canada and abroad over fears it could prove more transmissible well we know it is but what is more outrageous is that passengers are having to wear stickers wow to i see show the next product on amazon they are vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> a passenger called Dustin took to Twitter to show he was being forced to wear a yellow vaccination sticker on a via rail train. Vaccination passports, stickers, what the hell are we going to see next? It is all. Yeah, what are we going to see next? <laughs> Come on. And so you can get and spread it. Now they say you're less likely, but you're not less likely if you've had it naturally and you have a natural immunity. That natural immunity is freaking dynamite. Natural immunity. And, and there are people, I'm sure, who have natural immunity, who have gotten it again. Um, but as they say with the vaccine, well, if you get it, it should be lessened. It shouldn't be as, so it really is not on the very low scale, no different. But if you look at the science, when you have a vaccine, you can only create, and this is news to people. They're like, what? That's not true. What are you talking Come about? On. When you have a vaccine, you can only create it based on what you know 
They can't say, oh, any kind of coronavirus, man, we're, this vaccine's going to protect you. If we could do that, then people wouldn't be getting colds who have the vaccine, for example, right. because that is a coronavirus. When you have natural immunity, it is, uh, it, it's not as limited. It really does provide a level of protection the next time you get it not so bad so, so that's why there are outbreaks that's why there are uh, there are outs there's a spreading of some kind of horrible flu and then it gets less and it gets less and then people don't care that's what happens that's what's happening now but if we admit that then some people are going to not be making a million dollars a day thank you pfizer thank you moderna mm -hmm. and a lot of people who are riding on that power are not going to be powerful thank you fauci come on <laughs> it sounds like natural immunity is actually the the diversity, equity, and inclusion sort of gold standard, if you think about it. Like these vaccines are way more exclusive. They exclude all the other variants, all the other types of, co of coronaviruses. Um, Racist. So that's exactly right. That's what I'm getting at. You know, like, so it seems like natural immunity is kind of like the more the equitable equalizer. and inclusive way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yet we aren't talking about it. And that's why Fauci, right. as we go into the new year, has said, hey, no hugging, no kissing. <laughs> hey, Did leave some room for Jesus. He said, no, I wouldn't be inviting unvaccinated people to my house for Christmas. The most divisive, hateful, awful, awful. I mean, seriously, if at very least, if you're worried about it, test. I've done right. that for my family members who are at high risk. I'll take a test before I go and visit yeah no problem well, that's my great. wife literally took a test today you know and, and and it was great results you know and and i knew that the center she was going to get tested at would would be i i know that it's got integrity i've gone there twice i've tested negative twice there um so yeah if you feel so inclined definitely do get tested but you can't stop living your life and you can't stop hugging mom or hugging dad or you know hugging those who you love the most and maybe those who you haven't seen in a couple of years um, to hear Fauci warning against hugging and kissing your loved ones is just, it's like a combination of angering, but also it's just like, it's like sad to hear. It's just ridiculous. It's just, it's just idiot. Well, it's, and it is a reminder idiocy. of, we talk about some of the failings of reporting with COVID. And if you're watching here, um, vaccinated, not vaccinated, whatever it may be, can you please remember that if you really want to fight the virus or anything else, you need to have a robust immune system. Now, a robust immune system comes from uh, being healthy, being at a healthy weight, eating healthy foods, cutting out sugar. Sugar literally rapes your immune system. So oh, yeah. if you really want to be safe, cut out sugars, find great sugar substitutes and um, eat more fruits and vegetables. Yeah. That is a great way to build your immune system. The other thing I get bothered and i really shouldn't every time i go into a store and they're everywhere where they have the pumps of, mm -hmm. of antibacterial wipes look i i, I love having those Ugh, things the top of that pump is so gross though oh! <laughs> but like I, a bathroom um, doorknob i will use those things when i'm camping and i use my own uh natural uh product because 
when you use these products, you kill 100% of the bacteria. Sound good? No, not good. You want good bacteria. Good bacteria helps to build a robust immune system. Good bacteria destroy some of the bad bacteria. That's right. And you need to be exposed to things like your muscles. If you just sit there in your chair, binge watching Netflix, your muscles are not going to work. If you're out there using them, they'll work. Your immune system is the same way. You've got to be exposed to things. So as we're walking around healthy people with healthy immune systems, wearing masks, we are cutting down on the things that we can be exposed to so that our immune system can fight it off. But we're not doing more than maybe 11% at best of fighting off Corona because the Corona molecules are so small. They go through your mask, almost like uh, throwing water at a chain link fence. You're going to totally. get wet. That's a great way to put that. And you're right. I mean, you you do have to, if, if you want to to be healthy, you have to live a healthy lifestyle. You have to make wise choices for your personal health. Uh, you don't just have an immune system, right? Like when you're a kid or when you think about having kids, right? You're just like, go roll around in the dirt. Like you're, you're young now. This is the time for you to build your immune system for, for the start of your life, right? Like yeah. you have to work it out. And if you don't work it out, then it's going to get a little bit lazy. Um, and you know what? Our population, just America in general, maybe we have some bigger issues to talk about, right? Like heart issues are a big deal. Obesity, diabetes, diabetes. Yeah, my, my mother-in-law, diabetes. Uh, but these are issues that I think in a lot of ways we can prevent and avoid just by making good decisions for our own health. And as far as COVID goes, being active and, and having an active lifestyle and eating the right stuff. And, you know, it's New Year's Eve tonight, um, like Winston Churchill said, and he, maybe he wasn't the best example of health with all the cigars and whiskey. You know, that's a lot of fun, but maybe a couple a couple glasses of bubbly and not two bottles of red, right? Like, yeah, basically good decisions can can go a long way for you. Well, good decisions. Um, I don't think we've made a lot of them where COVID is concerned. And that's why it's the biggest story of the year as we kind of look back and look forward. Um, will people be held accountable? Will they be allow not allowing people medical choice violates laws, but will they be held accountable? I mean, we're talking about the Epstein debacle and how many of Man. those people won't be they're they're too powerful to be held accountable it's it would take down too much of our society if we held them accountable so i'm afraid that might not happen and there are good people going down with the ship mm -hmm. and they shouldn't be uh we had how many marines this this uh, this last go around kicked out of their jobs <sighs> for refusing the jab 206 too many for sure. And that's the number that I've seen. It might be more, but I, I know that 206 Marines were literally booted for refusing the jab. And, and some of these guys, literally guys and gals were bringing like stacks of documentation to legitimize uh, claims to avoid the jab either for religious or, or specific health reasons. The military is just kind of giving these blanket denials to these applications just yeah they, they just want you to shut up and conform and, and that's the bottom line and it, this is not like our, our our marines are going to are going into harm's way and are going to be exposed to a biological chemical agent that might uh kill them immediately if, Which is if why they are not vaccinated or going into a country where uh it's it, 
there are legitimate concerns about getting sick. Exactly. Our immune system isn't accustomed to some of these tropical. So there are a lot of vaccines that are required. But requiring something that isn't necessary to a robust immune system where your natural immune system would have a better chance at fighting and right. it is still experimental with a horrific amount of adverse effects, people whose lives have been altered, uh, their careers shattered because they can no longer perform because of these adverse effects. I'm praying that maybe these will be short term and that maybe they will get their lives back, but there is no guarantee. So this really should be a personal choice. And then once you have it, our hospitals are not even allowed to use whatever means could heal these patients. We have demonized, right. once again, things like ivermectin, unless, of course, Pfizer puts out their version. Pfizer-mectin. Pfizer-mectin. Now, <laughs> Pfizer-mectin, well, that's going to be okay. Sweetheart, what's the difference? Oh, the right people are making money. And so they've had these new dream pills. They were going to be the panacea of, of treatment. And the U.S. Food and Drug Administration had granted emergency use authorization for two of these COVID pills to prevent serious infections and, and effects. They were counting on these pills from Merrick and Pfizer in New York to keep people out of hospitals. But what's happened? Well, there's signs that Merrick is really bad. <laughs> I mean, and it's got to be bad because we've ignored thousands upon thousands of deaths and adverse effects with the vaccine. So you know it's got to be really bad. Um, they won't be safe, effective, or widely available. Uh, the pill from Pfizer is a lot safer. Hmm, I wonder if it's because it's like ivermectin, but, <laughs> and a lot more effective, they say, but supplies are limited and experts warn the U.S. government isn't taking steps to boost production, yada, 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 because the right people won't be making money follow the money exactly. trail. Come on. Such a scam. It's such it's, a scam. It is. It's, it's basically a scam. Um, a lot of folks are utilizing their own um, ivermectin. Um, there are places that you can get it um, overseas. It takes a while. Um, I think uh, there are certain organizations, and I, it escapes me, uh, Doctors for Truth, uh, they will have links so that you can please follow what they prescribe if you're going to go down that road. You know, it's, this isn't candy. But no, uh, no. people are in a desperate place where they feel they have to treat themselves because not only are hospitals seeming to not have uh, the answers, but uh, I wanted to see if I could find this story so I could uh, show you the headline. Uh, the um, Well, basically, people are not, uh, the hospitals have a certain immunity from people who would like to hold them accountable for their family members getting COVID in, mm -hmm. in hospitals. And so I think it's the force majeure immunity. Cause it's like a, a global pandemic is kind of thank what you. they're yeah. leaning on. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap things up today, I wanted to share one more story and it, it's a story of caution 
it's a story as we go into a new year, turn over a new leaf, have New Year's resolution, for us to choose what kind of people we really want to be. If you're the kind of person that is a Karen canceling anybody, uh, spewing hate because these people are demonized, you <coughs> LeBron are James. the problem. And I wanted to share this very disturbing story. Um, this woman, Patricia Cornwall, an actress, one-time cheerleader for the Oakland Raiders, she goes by the stage name Patty Brenton. And uh, I'm going to show this on the screen. She was on the flight. And on this flight, she was behind the beverage cart. And she was told, and you're going to have to wait, please go back to your seat. She literally says, what am I, Rosa Parks? Oh, my gosh. And what? then she gets in the face and literally slaps an 80 year old Delta passenger in the face because he's eating and not wearing a mask. And, and she should be in her seat anyway. Yes, Just you take, are. Yeah, yeah, you're you're your fucking right. mask on. Who invited I'm you? Eating, I'm eating and I can drink your ass up. Don't you, you dare to talk to me like head. that. You stand, you. stand, you step up. stand your ass up. Stand your ass up. Sit down, Karen. Karen? You're a goddamn Karen. No. Sit down. 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 Because she's such a loving person that cares about the well-being of everybody else. And so wear your mask. If that's you, maybe it's time for a hard reality check. Maybe it's time to just sit back and go, what kind of person am I? And what kind of person do I want to be as we go into the new year? Wow. Um, that, what do you think about that? <laughs> that is so, that's, that's exactly right, she Michelle. In the face and her arms cocked because why? Why? It's just so ridiculous. And so I think like your question of like, as we go into the new year, who do you want to be and how do you want others to view you and how do you want to make others feel? And then how is that going to make you feel too? Um, do you want to be like Patty Breton slash Patricia Cornwall here, a, a total airline Karen who is attacking a senior citizen? Um, do you want to be like AOC and say things that you don't really mean to, to actually ever even try to live by? Do you want to be, or do you want to be known as somebody who stands by what you say? Do you want to be known as somebody who treats people with respect? Um, because you'll get respect back. Look and listen to someone who thinks differently than you. If you've canceled someone in 2021 because you don't like their politics, because they're not vaccinated, because of their views on uh, that are different than yours, because their faith isn't like yours, because of any of these reasons or a dozen more, then there is a problem. And it may start with you. That's not love. Look, 
I, I think of just getting out of Christmas and I think of who Jesus was. Now, there's this meme floating around Facebook that said, uh, you know, Jesus never talked about homosexuality. Jesus was a pacifist. These are usually posted by people who don't even claim to believe in him. Um, I do. And I feel that I know him and I've studied his life. Uh, a lot of what the, that meme says is a little sketch. Jesus, a pacifist, asked those money changers in the temple, for example. But <laughs> one thing you were absolutely right about, Jesus hung out with prostitutes and tax collectors and the people that other people were like, cancel, because he saw that they were more than that. He wanted them to be more than that. He wants you and I to be more than that. So choose, do you want to be the kind of Karen that slaps an 80-year-old in the face? Or do you want to be like the Good Samaritans who ran into a burning house to save an 80-year-old woman on Christmas morning? A Virginia wow. man and an unidentified stranger ran into a burning house in Norfolk, Virginia, and saved an 80-year-old woman. That's a, that's a, a tremendous story. She's 80 years that's old. Incredible. She's at the end of life. Why you're young and you probably voted the right way. Why, why risk, <laughs> risk your life? <laughs> this is the kind of person I want to be in 2022. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care how you vote, what you identify as you can identify as a Lincoln continental. Good for you. But <laughs> the bigger story is what is a better way to be? And is there a God story? Because if there is a God, maybe he's called you to identify with him instead and to make us all much better people. That's my oh, 2022 yeah. challenge. I love that. It makes me think, all right, so I'm, don't identify as the Lincoln Continental. Identify with the Lincoln Continental. <laughs> That's my <laughs> you know? today. I like and that. I think also just being humble enough to admit to admit that sometimes we don't know it all and sometimes we're wrong, uh, but being open to listen to the other side and to be open to the fact that maybe they have something to what they're saying. Um, and, and I hope in 2022, we, we let that sort of drive us towards more peace and better conversations and, and also too, just to, to happier neighborhoods and, and happier ways of living. Amen to that. That is a wrap for 2021 and going into 2022 with our My Michelle Live broadcast and, of course, our Week in Review. Happy New Year, Adam. Happy New Year to you. And Happy New Year to you. Like us, share us, and continue to speak truth. And more importantly, continue to look for that God story because it will change you. Thank you. 2022. For more fun, go to MyMichelleLive.com. Yeah. Boom. Really? <laughs> We're still streaming on one service, and since I have... Holly, everybody. <laughs> this is like the part that I used to love as a kid with the satellite feeds, you know? Like, okay, what are they, what are they talking about when, they're not, when they don't think they're talking? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Seriously.
There we go. Found it. All right. I found it. Oh, lots of people saying hi there. I like that. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Great. Lots of highs there. Hello. People are listening to the after. Everybody getting jazzed up for the year. This is going to be a big year. This is about as ignorant as Schumer. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) Truth. They drink the same Kool-Aid, that's for sure. I think Adam Schiff's the bar.